Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Second Take Podcast. I'm the host that missed his stop, Sebastian. Do you remember what I told you in the tunnel? And I'm Alex. Do you want to change your bullshit story, sir? I'm Zancy Weber. And today we are reviewing The Fugitive, starring Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones, Celia Ward, Julianne Moore, Joe Pantoliano, Andreas Katsoulas, Jerowen Crave, written by Jeb Stewart, David Tui, Roy Huggins, sure, and directed by Andrew Davis. Nailed it. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. How are we today, guys? I'm beautiful. That's nice. Zane? I'm here. We're all, we're yeah. all here, but emotionally, we're also here. All right, we'll kick it off, guys. Anyone got any uh, trivia? Maybe I, the right order this time? I have so much trivia. Do you actually? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm going to start us off. Um, so not a lot of people know this, but there was a TV show back in the 60s called The Fugitive, and that's what this film was based off of. Yep. When you say not many people know this. <laughs> people who haven't read any trivia on this movie might not be aware. Or yeah. were alive at the time. We Correct. weren't, though. <laughs> so we were much, yeah. we're very dead. Mm. Mm. Just not alive yet. Yeah. Depending on how I'm you... I'm dead. Yep, there we yeah, go. There you go. Done. I was more um, of a vampire. But Alex was more of a zombie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah, 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 you got lots of buddies. I mean, you don't own real estate like a vampire does. <laughs> you got lots of buddies. Uh, um, if you if you watch this film, you can enjoy 14 minutes of credits. Yeah. At the start of the film. There's a lot of credits. There is. Yeah. yeah. Not like good. end credits at the start, but like credits over the, over the film. You know, you know what I mean? This is for the people that haven't seen it. You jerks. Selling it to them. Yeah. yeah. No, watch it for the credits. Credits yeah. the good bit. Yeah. I, just don't, I right? don't want them to like put it on and be like, oh, it's the end of the film. I haven't even watched it yet. Well, it's yeah. not. <laughs> you just that's said it's I'm, not those kind yeah. of credits. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm Are there any other trivia them. other than the 40 yeah, minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot was improvised just like this segment. Yep. <laughs> yep. Off to you guys. I've got really in fake you, but. <laughs> yeah, you do. Do you have any. Yeah, go do, on. Do the really fakey. Okay, this isn't my best. <laughs> um, so um, in the director's cut, the actual ending is left a bit more ambiguous and they try to hint towards that Harrison Ford may have actually killed his wife and this whole thing was just a sort of scheme to get himself out of it. Or um, in the original cut of the film, Harrison Ford doesn't kill anyone. Well, the character. I mean, I assume Harrison <laughs> Ford didn't murder anyone on set because he's not in jail. Did he? Did he kill someone in this? So 
Not directly. Did he? Not that I remember. So what you guys saying? <laughs> I'm going to say the second one is true. True? You are correct. He doesn't kill anyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> the one guy that almost <laughs> dies in front of him is Neil Flynn, the janitor from Scrubs, as the, <laughs> as the transit cop, but that wasn't him that did it. And he doesn't yeah. even kill the bad guy in the end. He just gets him arrested. So, yeah. He actually saves lives. Technically, he's like he has a net gain in this film of, yeah. life, of lives. He is a doctor. Yeah, he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. He probably and he saves has. a kid's life. Exactly. Yeah, like he's actually Ugh. plus one into the murder scale. <laughs> the negative one. <laughs> Zane, do you have uh, any trivia? Uh, so they actually crashed a train for this film, yeah, exactly. uh, and it, it's still a tourist attraction. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in wherever they did it, it's uh, North, North Carolina somewhere. In 2,000 years after nuclear winter has finally left us and the remnants of humankind go to examine the ruins of society, they're going to be like, why did this train state crash for so long? (laughs) We carbon dated this thing. It's (laughs) 4,000 years old. What the fuck happened? Does Um, that make any sense? I'm just saying you're you're really confusing future archaeologists. In 2,000 years in the future... That train will not have been there for 4,000 years. Yeah, I got lost in numbers, <laughs> but my point is the confusing future archaeologists. I, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to let them have it. Kind of <laughs> glad you the it point up. is there. <laughs> um, also, Tommy Lee Jones was not a huge fan of this movie and he, he was repeatedly quoted as saying, look, no one's going to win any awards for this movie and then he won the Oscar for supporting actor. Yeah. Yeah. Good on him. Good on you know my feelings about Tommy Lee Jones. Pardon? You know my Tommy Lee Jones feelings. Do I? I I've definitely. We, we, during how to save, we had a whole. I don't l- put him out to your pasture. opinions or take him on board. <laughs> take him out back like old yellow. It's the way he'd want to go. Oh, come on now. Anything else? Uh, uh, there's some. Like uh, the, the other doctor played by Jane Lynch <laughs> mm. uh, was originally meant to have a, a bigger part, but they took that out because they wanted didn't want him to have a like a that awkward relationship like mm. side relationship i heard it was her acting but what <laughs> I, I didn't I you know noticed slander. it in her acting <laughs> he heard no. it was her acting like, oh uh, right <laughs> it might have been she was young <laughs> drunk that's all i have wonderful uh, do we go babies next or do we do trivia oh sorry um tweets next i forget the order hmm. Mm, what do we do? It's like we haven't done this for several years well, we haven't now. Done this like, all year. I forget every week, but we also broke over Christmas. So like, this is our first time doing this in like a month almost. Movie babies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this doesn't help me at all. <laughs> Why? I, I've got two. I'm going to start us off. Yep. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Please explain. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can. I can see. Yeah. I don't see it at all. Indiana Jones, from what I've heard. <laughs> I definitely don't understand either of these. What do you mean, X Men Origins Wolverine? Which part of that? He's a fugitive. Wolverine's He's on a fugitive. the fucking run. What yes. do you mean? Yeah, after the Is experiment. He? Oh. <laughs> He's on the. That's literally the movie. Is He's he on, on the run? run, and then then they yeah. Oh, let me do you one better, Logan. Because he's also on the run, but Logan, this is a good movie. Logan was one of my baby. <laughs> Sorry, okay, you go next. Then <laughs> no, no, you've already gone. What, what's your other well, one? Let's go. U.S. Marshals, just to be a complete dickhead. <laughs> U.S. Marshal is the um, is the sequel to this film with a different name. It is uh, Tommy Lee Jones plays the same character 
and he's hunting after Wesley Snipes, who was a similar. Oh, he's a. I believe he was a marshal, wasn't he? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, who was framed for it's literally the exact same film again with a different uh-huh. character, but he's yeah, same guy. My other one was Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Tweets then, guys. Tweets. Let's tweet it. Yeah. Let's tweet it up. Um, I cheated. Yeah, I'm just going to read some dialogue I pulled from the internet. <laughs> this is my tweet for this movie. Um, there are pretenders among us, geniuses with the ability to become anyone they want to be. In the 1960s, <sighs> a corporation known as the Center Isolated, the Center, comma, isolated a young pretender named, insert Harrison Ford's name, and exploited his genius for their research. Then one day, their pretender ran away. Hashtag the fugitive. Same movie, right? Wasn't that a TV that, show? That's a TV show. Yeah. But it's kind of what happens in this movie, minus the genius and the... And the different identities and the like... Oh, he has so many different ideas in this movie. Yeah, no, but like total like... He's a race car driver. This is and one he's, story. And he, yeah, okay, but he, he doesn't become literally different people. He's a homeless man. He becomes a, a Mexican janitor. He becomes a doctor at several places. He's on the phone pretending to be, he is the pretender. Mine is, oh no, my wife's dead. You killed her. No, I didn't. Oh no, I'm going to jail. No, I'm not. Yeah, I probably didn't kill her. Wink. <laughs> The end? Question mark. No hashtags. <laughs> no hashtags. Oh. All right. It doesn't need it. <clears throat> it's an old movie. You're gonna hate me. Yeah, I already <laughs> do. <is> all hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag a one. Uh, no. <laughs> hey. You can do this, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A one-armed armed man kills a doctor's wife and almost gets away with it. Hashtag Armageddon getting away with it next time. Why do they pick a one-armed assassin? <laughs> Sorry, it's just, but come on. It was one arm, right? Not one leg. It was, well, I don't know. <laughs> we definitely had one arm. <laughs> was that ever explained as to why they picked him? It's like it's like in a Bond film, like this is odd job. He throws, he throws hats, like, okay, cool. <laughs> why? Guns are much better and faster. It's a lot easier to practice with but a no gun. no one expects a hat. Who throws a shoe, honestly? <laughs> Such a dickhead. All right, let's get into the guts of this and we'll start with the good. Yeah? The good. Yes. This the film. Good. This is like Man, the best period of films for me to watch him. Good. I, I love like 90s cop dramas. There's the pacing of them. It always sits really well for me. They're like they're not too drawn out. Like this film's like, was it 2020? So it's quite a long one, but it doesn't feel too drawn out with the storytelling. But also I felt like if the same movie came out today, it would probably be just as long, but the conclusion would literally just come out of nowhere and here it is. Oh my God, it's all violent and crazy, but this took its time to actually tell the proper story. So I appreciate that because I feel like if we had gone back 10 years before that, this film would have been three hours long and it would have been too much of it and 10 years into the future and it's just shitty and fast. This is like the perfect time period for this film. 80s movies weren't exceptionally long, Seb. Was this, I thought this movie was 89. No, 93. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, go back 20 years, sorry. And then this film would be really long. And then, like I said, jump 20 more into the future. Too quick. So it was a good good period for this film. It, it fit exactly where it needed to be and I really like that. I think if this movie was made again, it would be actually a fair bit shorter. Um, I think a lot of the the kind of procedural nature of what we saw was 
could have been cut. I think a lot of it, there was a lot of exposition that wasn't like, mm. like again, because I think, I think that comes down to the dialogue being improvised a lot yeah. is that it's, it was, it's not planned out when they're revealing what and how it comes to light and what they're actually saying to each other and whether that's important. It really just comes down to this is the story and you're going to be closer and closer and closer and you're going to be doing this, this, this and this. It's not, it wasn't actually like the reveal wasn't particularly planned. So, yeah. I mean, I, the writing is not a strong point. No, in this I movie, agree. I think um, the acting is though. I, I think the performances were fine. Like, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones was a very compelling character. Mm. Uh, Harrison Ford, I didn't really. I, I think anyone anyone could have it been Richard Kimball. Well, he only had the beard for the first half hour. Spoiler alert! If I can pay a compliment here, I know I ribbed on him like, before we started the review properly, but this is my favorite kind of Tommy Lee Jones in this film where he's sassy, but he's not over the top sassy. Like it's just, he gets like one line every scene, but it doesn't take up the entire segment with him. I can deal with this. This is great. I really enjoy it. Are you saying you didn't like his Two-Face? It's really hard when I look back at that Batman because it, that, that, we'll talk about that when we eventually review it okay. during the inevitable heat death of this podcast. But um, yeah, this is a really good performance from him. Like, I, I mean, I don't, wouldn't say it was Oscar worthy, but that's me. It's still a good performance though. Maybe it was a shitty year and they had no choice. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Tommy Lee Jones has one character and that's the character because you get it yeah. in Men in Black, you pretty much get it in his two-face. Well, it's I like it in more, Men in Black. A little more cra- crazy, but yeah. he's always the like almost drill sergeant sort yeah. of, you know. Well, I like it in Men in Black, but I don't like it in Men in Black 2. So there is a, for me, there is a line where it's, they they too much. Like they, they, I don't think it's him. It's I think it's how many times they would write him in. Like, oh, it's a line for him. Let's add an extra couple of dashes of sass to it. Like it's like okay, stop, just a little bit here and there. But because like let's say literally, men, I'm like same role one and two, and yeah. two is not great for me. What about three? He was barely in it. It was great. Josh Brolin was a fantastic substitute because <laughs> he has. More gravitas, would you say? I would say that. I'm going to say it. Less sass, though. High gravitas. Yes. But that's the thing. Less sass is more. More finesse. Case. Yeah, definitely more finesse. Finacity. Finacity. Is that the one that we wanted? Finacity? Yeah, it's like your levels of finesseness. No, I don't yeah. think that's a word. It's, it's a scale. Um, I spoke it. The finacity it's a scale. <laughs> it's, it, it's a thing. It's Ugh. like the Schmidt pain index, except it's Ugh. your pain index and it's from our words. Yeah. <laughs> we need to stop talking. <laughs> Because well, I'll punch you. Too bad this isn't talking. Yeah, it's like we have to. This is this keeps the lights on. I did suggest the eating one. That's not a better it. option. Okay, so let, what else let did us you like about it. <laughs> it's like if they saw it. Sorry, no. Quick pause. Alex wants to start a new podcast where he just eats different food into the microphone, and you have to submit like your guesses as to what he's eating. I think this is hilarious, and I want him to do it. But I also think I. By saying it's a good idea, I feel like I'm also sabotaging his future by saying, oh, go for it, mate. Like, this, this is a terrible idea, but it's hilarious. So uh, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Zane's a hard think. no. Hard no. It's just so funny, though. Do you, you want know. to know who Tommy Lee Jones beat out for the Best Supporting Actor Oscar in this year? Was it? Do you have a hint? Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, you will know <laughs> three of the four people, three ooh. of the four nominees that he beat. 
they've all had quite uh Mufasa. No, no, not not uh James L. Jones. Nineteen ninety three was it? Ninety three. Well it was the ninety four Samuel Oscars. L. Jackson. No. I don't know Eddie what Murphy. films came out specifically by that year, though. Uh, you'll know one. John of- Travolta. <laughs> no. Uh, so, the, so the the films were uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Schindler's List, and In the Line of Fire, and In the Name of the Father. Those are the four films that the actors <laughs> were nominated I, from. I've seen a bit of Schindler's List, and that's it. <laughs> Who was the supporting role in Schindler's? Ray Fiennes. Wasn't he the man? As Amon Goth. Wait. No, Schindler is the main I thought character. Ray Fiennes played Schindler. Who did he play? He played Schindler. Uh, it was uh, Kevin Klein, wasn't it? I thought it was Ray Fiennes. No, it wasn't Ray Fiennes. Oh, okay. He played, a, he played a uh, Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Ray yeah. Fiennes played a Nazi. Oh. Like an actual Nazi. I thought he played Schindler. Okay. It's been a while. Uh, and Leonardo DiCaprio for What's Eating Gilbert Grape and John Malkovich for In the Line of Fire. <laughs> John Malkovich for being John Malkovich. <laughs> no? No. So the, and then Pete Postlethwaite for In the Name of the Father. But I don't know who Pete Postlethwaite is or I haven't seen In the Name of the Father. History has forgotten them both. Oh. Okay. Well, what else is good, guys? What else is good about this movie? Um, I, had I like how we survived a, a giant fall into a, like a dam. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that too. That for, was for the you, wrong you, you don't sound like you like it, Sam. Well, You're like, um, oh, that was a that was a thing. That was, it was a thing that I watched. Here's why. This movie. Here's why. It was Liam Neeson was Schindler. Oh, that makes yeah, that's Liam Neeson. Yeah. Yes, I always get those two mixed up. The reason I don't look like I liked it in this movie, but I said that I did. I'm thinking, for, looking forward to next week where we cover wrongfully accused. <sighs> Because of the same scene and how much joy that scene gave me. That's so I'm like, I'm happy that this happened here because I'm going to like it next time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. A, this is a very basic story though. Like, there's not really much for me to harp on about what I liked about it, but I, yeah. I, did, I, mean, I liked more of it than I didn't. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm the same. Like there wasn't... When it comes down to it... It's being chased. So, yeah. I think yeah, it's a competent it's a competent movie. There's nothing inspired about it though. There's nothing groundbreaking. I think it's a movie we've seen a number of times before and since. Mm. And I don't think this movie really did anything great. Uh. Well, I'm happy to move on to the bad. I do have some things I like to talk about. Me too. Sure. Okay. So let's say it at the same time. Dialogue. dialogue, everyone. Dialogue. dialogue. Well, you guys like the dialogue? dialogue. Dialogue is terrible. It's fine. It's just cop drama. Like I mean, don't worry. It's not inspired, but it is. It is what it is. Like it's just cop drama. It's terrible. Ah, yeah, it is. I love the police. How sassy they all were with each other. Because how much? Oh, sorry. Yeah, the police in the movie. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, because of how much of a dick. Um. Tommy Lee Jones' character was and how his little crew had to like deal with them. Like I enjoyed their interplay. I thought that was very nice and like bantery. Yeah, but banter isn't great dialogue. But it's entertaining. Di- dialogue is like what what pushes the movie forward. Yep. And it, it was really kind of like needless banter and then 
forced exposition and there were there wasn't really like there wasn't a like Sorkin does both of those integrate really well and this movie there was like very defined lines of when we were like we're bantering and now we're in ex now we're expositing mm. and was, I think that was the real weak point of this movie and it was really like okay you're on a script you're off script <laughs> and yep. bouncing towards it I didn't know before when I watched this movie that it was mostly improvised and I was like oh What's going on with his script? And then I read this improviser. Okay, okay, I can see that. I just remembered a good scene that I should have mentioned. You've ruined the format of this show. Oh, Get out. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> when he goes to the police station and then he's like running back through mm. the police station and um, Tommy Lee Jones is like chasing him and then go, they go out into the parade which was an actual parade happening in the street that they just happened to film around. <laughs> Come into the parade. Yeah. yeah. And like everyone, like they didn't know what was happening. So there was just like guys chasing guys through the street with like cameras. I liked the complaint about like if they can dye the ocean green one time a year, why can't they dye it blue the other 364 days? Because it just made me think of Brisbane River. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Why can't they just make it look blue? Yeah, how much money that would cost. I don't get so opposed to the chlorine. Outside. <laughs> Dick loads of chlorine. All oh, those poor fish. Yep. Oh, they're, oh they've made their choice <laughs> living in the Brisbane River. I'm, I wasn't they elected for my to fish, Zane. That wasn't one of my platforms. Um, uh. Sorry, yeah, but um, bad things. Um, I don't think you needed to go there to find out. <laughs> like, I'm glad it led to like a, a cool chase, mm. but... I mean, eh. I, I honestly, I do think this this movie was a bit long. It it, it dragged for me. Oh yes, um, not in a good way. Well, and I don't think I don't think it was long for being long sake. I think like they wanted to have this and have this and have this and have this, and not everything was needed for the story or for the movie. And so by the t- we got two thirds way through, I was like, okay, where are we going? Because we should have either had a twist now that we are now resolving or we should have resolved the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And the, like, two-thirds of the way through I was like, I don't – I'm not – I this movie has lost me now because I'm not I'm not invested anymore yeah. because See, it feels like we're just retreading the same parts of the story yeah. over and over again. I had completely forgotten that we were doing Wrongfully Accused after this, <laughs> which – um, out of these two movies, that was the only one that I had seen ever until watching The Fugitive. <laughs> very funny. It's a so, very funny fact of your life. It's yeah. <laughs> great. I, I came into this movie completely forgetting about Wrongfully Accused and watching it going, ah, oh, they took that from Wrongfully Accused. You're sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is just like a legitimate version of Wrongfully yeah. Accused. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? Then I looked it up and I was like, uh, if he jumps from that <laughs> dam, I swear to God. If he comes back up as a fish and leaving. <laughs> oh. This is just uh, yeah. this is just an insight into how much attention you pay into our schedule. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that too. We never claim to be good at our jobs. No. Just that we're here on time to do them. Yeah. <laughs> we're punctual. Like we're mostly exactly. punctual. <laughs> mostly. Sometimes <laughs> organised. It's like it just is horrible. Um <sighs> So we're on things we don't like. I would say I would have had the one-armed assassin man show up maybe 20 minutes earlier 
Because when he starts stalking down Kimball mm. and doing all that stuff, that's when the scene gets a little bit more interesting for me. I but, agree. Like that, that should have yeah. been that should have been worked into the story a bit more. Maybe and having that three-way chase. I would have had him killing off. So Kimball's telling people what he's learned and stuff. I would have maybe suggested that he not only follows him for a bit longer, but he starts killing more people to cover the tracks. So Kimball yep. then realises as he's being chased everywhere he goes, bodies are being left in his wake. And it also, for the police, speeds up the drama because they have all these murders and all these locations that Kimball's gone to. Seb, maybe you should be saving this for the final segment. Am I doing the final segment? Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Take it all back. It's going to be original later. Um, I did not like uh, the way his doctor friend, how they did that. Like, they made it so obvious. Like, oh, you need help? Here's some money. Oh, you need help? Come to my place. Let's talk. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the police are after you. All right, um, shit, you want some money? <laughs> yes, please. You want my credit card? What, what else can I give you? Like, for yeah. God's sake. I mean, if you, I, if I think, you again, I it. think that comes down to dialogue. Like, if, if that, that scene could have been a lot more compelling if it wasn't, if it was scripted better. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I think Just, this movie really focused on um, action and, like, uh, uh, what are they called? Set pieces more so than story and dialogue. Mm. And so the, the the movie itself isn't terrible because they it does have that to rest on, but it doesn't it doesn't like elevate the movie itself to a great movie because mm. it does kind of rest on its set pieces and, yeah. and action. A mistake that this film made is funny because I know it's one that next week's film will actually correct, which is <laughs> a horrendous thing to say. I think it was a mistake not starting with the murder and showing us it happened. I think the way that they intercut it through the first 40 minutes of this film was weirdly ineffective for me. Like I just seeing it and then because he's, you know, he, we have him at the very beginning sitting being questioned by the police. He's like, oh, it's a man with the one arm. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, the way this is actually coming across is I know we're meant to believe you, but I, and yeah. I, I know this story. I've seen this movie. I don't believe you because the way that's been presented to me. Can I, there is another film that I think did this thing, this, did this sort of story a lot better. Mm-hmm. It's more of a courtroom psychological thriller, Primal Fear, okay, yeah. Edward Norton. And so we start with there has been a crime committed. These people have been arrested. And then it's through the lawyer's eyes trying to figure out if they did it, why they did it, who could have done it if it wasn't him. And so you are kind of in the air like, did he do it? Didn't he do it? What does it mean if he did? What does it mean if he didn't? And and then it gets into like the motivations behind it. And I think that would have made this movie a lot more interesting if you're watching this guy run away and you're not sure if he's the good guy or the bad guy. Yeah. And I think that is really – and you have the perfect person to witness that through through Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't care if you did it or not. You just I'm just escaped. here to catch yeah. you. But then at the end, he should start to care whether he did it or not and whether he's after the right people. Is Primal Fear the one where Edward Norton pretends that he's schizophrenic? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. Maybe he, as in Edward Norton, the actor, pretends that he's a character with schizophrenia. That's what I meant. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's definitely how I meant that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Do you guys want to move on then, or any more complaints? Uh, I don't. I don't really. I don't it's, have strong yeah. complaints. It's, I, it's, it's a, just it, yeah. it really fell flat. Mm. Like it's it's very competent, and I understand why it got the attention it did at the time. It just it didn't it didn't grab me like yeah. I think it should have. I mean, could have. Mm. So I don't. I don't have a or lot of have. strong complaints. But I, again, I don't have a lot of good things to say about well, it. Moving on from the bad, though, I was going to say this film has a weird cult following. Have you mm. guys like this has a like significant part of film history around it but then you go back and watch it and it is like we said it's just so down the middle it's just like mm. but why this one like yeah my why memories of us marshall which is the less loved sequel of this is it's actually a bit more exciting mm. not that this film had to be exciting and saying that it just had to be engaging yeah mm. and i guess their excitement wesley snipes managed to do that but it's such a weird thing because it is the lesser sequel it's it, this has to be a case of people looking back on the past without actually reliving it and just thinking favorably of it. Well, right? it, it could have been just one of those movies that at the time, because the 90s, like movies could be like year changing for people yeah. because there, were, there wasn't the saturation of media that we have now. Also, Harrison yeah. Ford, he had Air Force was, One at the time as yeah, well. Like, very he was big. Pretty big deal, yeah. All right, so moving on from there, I guess we go to our verdicts. Does that sound like the right segment that I'm moving into? <laughs> Is that one doing this correctly? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's yep. verdict it up, motherfuckers. All right. Uh, <laughs> you know, just going for the old casual. So, uh, do we if we if we go to a verdict, are we admitting anything? Like, is that what? Happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, Zane, I I think yeah, yeah. You know, I'm the only one that can hear you. I've got the headphones I'm, on. I'm like thirty centimeters from them. <laughs> I. Don't regret having watched this movie. I don't think I'll ever watch it again or recommend that other people watch it. Uh, like yeah. watch it more than once. Like this isn't even really a good party movie. Uh, if you're after a, a did they, didn't they, there are better movies. If you're after a chase movie, there are better movies. If you're after a cop procedural, there are better movies. <laughs> um, I like... I understand that it was a, a cult movie at the time and if you want to watch it to get that reference. But even that, watching the movie didn't really enlighten me as to why people have latched onto it. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's just a weird, a weird like just a C, solid C movie, um, like C grade movie. Yeah. Like, like it not, hasn't aged it. well. You're not no. failing but it just doesn't no. feel it's like just, it needs to pass either, right? Well, it just gets a pass. Also, like, oh, are you are technically recommending it? Or? I'm, I'm not not for a second take. Okay, yeah. watch it once, but it's not a it's not a necessary watch. Even if you want, like, even if you're a huge movie buff, mm-hmm. yeah. Alex, I'm not gonna say I'll give it a thumbs up, but maybe like a big toes up. That's gross. Okay. Yeah, um, uh, I'm I'm on board with Zane. Like, it's it's not like a sit down and analyze it but you know like if you've got a film subject and you're struggling for a movie maybe pick it i guess yeah it's it's like just middle of the run it's you know someone's accused of something that he has has or hasn't done and then he's on the run like that yeah. that's it that's the that's the movie and it's just it's middle of the road you're not really on the edge of your seat at any point um and to be honest, the one-armed man was like it's so fake. It's 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 a really weird, yeah. And yeah. also, you mean it looks kind of fake because yeah. It, yeah, it's just I can it's forgive just that so though, but odd. Yeah. 
This is really harsh because I also yeah, feel, yeah. I feel so bad being the third person to be like, don't see this movie, I guess, because I mean, it's not a bad film. I'm not no, saying nothing. don't see it. Yeah. I'm saying like, if you want to, sure, watch it, but like you're probably going to end up feeling the same and you probably I mean, won't watch it again. But if, if you have seen it already, you, have, you would yeah. go for it, yeah. If you have any specific reason to watch this specific movie, by all means, but like I wouldn't seek it out. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it before, you may enjoy it. It's... It's not even like thing is. It's not even a good mystery. Like it's we know the answer to the mystery, very in our face. It's I tell you what. If you're wondering who the secret murderer is, and only one random character has rocked up halfway through the film, it's probably them. Enjoy it not being them for yeah. the next hour until it's revealed. Like it's even as a mystery in its base form, it doesn't really do it. But hey, if you enjoy Tommy Lee Jones and you enjoy Harrison Ford, they are at their most Harrison Fordy and Tommy Lee Jonesian. I guess like that's what you get from yeah. them, and. Yeah, it's a bit of sass, but it's just so average. Yeah. So I'm gonna say no, but I don't. I, I feel bad. Three three no's paints a bad picture, and but not saying it's a bad movie. It's just. It's I think just all three so of average. us. I think all three of us have said it's not a bad yeah. movie. There's just no reason to I watch just, it. I feel bad, like when yeah. I finally update the website, it gets three red X's beside <laughs> it. But yeah, it's just so un, uninspired mm. and. Yeah, and, and maybe it has inspired better versions of exactly. itself. But to say anything yeah, good they do in this film, it. you will see in another film some next week when yeah. we do its parody. <sighs> but yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, you got to fix it. I can do yeah. a pitchy pitch pitch. Yep, pitchy pitch pitch pitch. Uh, what am I doing to it, guys? Musical. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> My favorite. Um, I want I want some. Gun Carter. I want some John Wick action scenes, <laughs> and I want like not like wait no, you made your oh, okay, sorry. not like <laughs> like musical musical, but like um what's that one that got all the attention with the people? La La Land? Yeah, that that one, like that style of musical. <laughs> <laughs> not with jazz, but like no, no, no. but all the music, all the music in La La Land <laughs> happened. In real life? In real life. It wasn't in fiction. Yeah. So like, so like yeah. my characters are legitimately stopping to sing together for realsies they, they, they as human beings. They don't have to stop. What? They don't have to stop. But they're actually doing it, Doris. It's, okay. It isn't just like okay. artistic scene hey, change. Hey, it's Seb, a, Seb. This think, is your problem now. It's know, not Alex. I know it's my problem. Think lame is. No. I haven't seen Les Mis. I refuse to watch 12 hours of French musicals. But Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean, what? <laughs> All right. Gun Carter, the musical. Fugitive. Okay, so like I said before, I would like to I like to open with the, with the murder. I think having him have to sit down in that interrogation chair and be grilled by these cops when we can actively have seen the scene before, it 100% was not him, creates a very sympathetic antagonist. Sorry, antagonist, protagonist. He's the good guy. Prantagonist. Or maybe I've gone to head. No, I haven't. The prantagonist, the prantagonist, because this is now a musical. Um, Done. Cool. Um, so we go through with that. He, I love the idea of him being involved in a little accident on the way there. It's really happenstance, but for the era that this film came in, it's that right level of cheese. Um, I yeah. love that he was freed like by the- Gouda. Yes. <laughs> it's a Gouda movie. Yeah, no. Um, I love that he was free by that officer because there was a guy there that was really injured and he knew he was a doctor. So I like that his first act of being a freed criminal is actually trying to help someone as well. There's some really good storytelling elements in there that should be kept. 
the gun Carter comes in with Tommy Lee Jones though. Yes. I'm not rewriting Harrison Ford's character as a fucking- No, it doesn't have to be with a one-armed man and yeah, yeah, Tommy Lee. So the little changes I would like to make is that Tommy Lee Jones and the one-armed assassin, because the one-armed guy was an ex, was he a cop or military? Because he he says he lost his arm in the service. In military, I believe. So I'm going to change that to he was a police officer. Military police. Ooh, that's a JAG. <laughs> that's military lawyers. That's Navy. Yeah. Navy oh, lawyers. Yeah. Aren't they Air Force and JAG? No, they're, no, they're, they're Navy, Navy, but they fly it. Fly planes. Oh, they, the Navy flies. flies. They need to get yeah. their shit sorted. Okay, so um, Tommy Lee Jones and the one-armed man, ex-partners. They don't. He doesn't know that he's involved. Then when um, Harrison Ford starts saying it's this one-armed man that did it and he describes it, Tommy Lee Jones is just instantly so dismissive of it because, you know, Terry would never do that. Or Sykes, I think his name was actually, yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. He has no part in it. And that's where we get to go with Tommy Lee Jones hunting down Harrison Ford's character, becoming more and more suspicious of his ex-partner Sykes. They were both trained in the same way. I'm getting to the music. No. Oh, I thought you were dancing no, at me. Was, Sorry. No, I was flipping knives around <laughs> oh, with my fingers. And I thought you were playing the drums. Really? <laughs> 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 um, and I love the idea of like he's hunting down Harrison Ford, but his suspicions are growing of his part, his ex-partner. So the entire time he's really committed to the chase, but he's got this kind of side hunt going at the same time, just because it's so coincidental, you know, what, what could it be? Anyway, seeing everything unrolls the way that it is, except when Harrison Ford finds the one-armed man, like in the train, you know, he is outclassed by him because he's just a doctor. He's hunting down for revenge, but he has no actual way of getting this done. So, and but I have Tommy Lee Jones in that scene and he's now witnessed his partner trying to kill this man that he should in theory have no idea who he is. And that's when they can step in and we get some awesome old person gun Carter fight that makes you really happy, right Zane? Now yeah, you guys- are, that, That's fine. Yeah, you guys are familiar with, is it Stomp, that musical performance where they use like, like trash cans and shit? Yeah, like they use, yeah, percussion. Yeah. Improvised so percussion. That's how we get a lot of our music in. Okay. Because I want I want them to be like fighting each other and it's like hitting bits of the train, making all these things and stuff. And there's when Harrison Ford takes up singing in fear while watching these two. Well, it's very say, 90s avant-garde. I like it. You're welcome. Um, fighting on the subway. And that, the whole point is like we separate. Um, John Tommy Jones ends up taking out that guy and then Harrison Ford can go after the doctor. So we kind of have people fighting people on their own level now. So the cop versus the ex-cop. And the ex-doctor, I guess, now versing the current doctor. And yeah, kind of split the the fight that way. That way he gets his revenge, but Tommy Lee Jones can kind of, yeah, take care of what should have been his report. So yeah. Can I add in one song? You definitely can. They're in the sewers and one of them shoots and it like makes all these ricochets. Yeah. And he's like, oh, does it again? <laughs> yep. Um, creates a song. It'd be cool. And then they get in, like there's a there's a pipe that's like letting out water, like how would you? And okay, so it's all the same style of music that I said, but every song is one done by the police. <laughs> Better or worse. <laughs> or. Send it out. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep, no, I commit to it, yep. <laughs> so all the songs are by the police, except they're all done in. Like stomp. Yeah, stomp style. style. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. You're welcome. <laughs> Can I go home now? Done. Nope. Shit. <laughs> Can we roll the end clip? Yes. Good. I love you. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. 
or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are second take podcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. That yeah. one. Or second take podcast. You, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter at second take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we have no videos. No videos of some pictures, yet. though, that are funny. There, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really. Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Second Take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Uh, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not it's, allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> and and yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. <sighs> and maybe just one day... There'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts, there. yeah, where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah, yep. The good. best kind of Fun. podcast, no interruptions, right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none I of none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, "That's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works." Just because it's you in the room by yourself, Seb, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> good, good. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.